Hey girl, hey, welcome to Taste of Taylor, my weekly podcast. I'm your host, Taylor Strecker of the live daily talk radio show, The Taylor Strecker Show. So here's the deal. On my radio show, we're like married up in there, okay? Yeah, like till death do us part or until you want a divorce. Totally up to you. But this podcast is where we date. Yes, you date me. You like, you get to know me. You try me on. You feel me out. And this is where I get to woo celebs, tastemakers, and influencers into falling in love with me. Anyone who knows me knows I'm like a professional social climber. And yeah, I wear that title like a badge of honor. But for reals, my favorite part of being in the radio industry for 12 plus years is getting to meet interesting, inspiring, and exceptional people and getting them to talk about the pettiest things in the world. So if you love real talk with a touch of cattiness and a ton of laughers, then you're in the right place. I hope you enjoy this little snack. Hey, girl. Hey, welcome back to another episode of my weekly podcast, Taste of Taylor, where I interview celebrities, Bravo celebrities, tastemakers and influencers. And right now I have on a tastemaker influencer about to be a huge celebrity. <laughs> <laughs> She's just laughing. Ellie Lee, what up, my girl? Hi, Taylor. Hey, boo-boo. Oh, my God. I love you so much. I miss you so much. I haven't seen you in a million years. Yes. Um, What's been going on, sister friend? You've been out in L.A. so much uh, doing oh your God. thing on E. Oh, my God. Listen. Oh, my God. I can't, the, the, LA, the, the flight kicks my ass every time. I'm with you. Every time I think that I'm prepared for it, I'm like, prepared for it. I'm like. Nope, can't do. I nope. I'm just. I get all gassy. I'm fat. I, I, you know, I haven't you know, gone to the bathroom in a while. Like it's just a mess. You know what I'm saying? Right. I was on a plane and this and this girl goes, "Oh my god," to me. Right. I'm like, "Oh my god, what's going on?" Right. And she goes, "Are you Ellie?" And it was like no. this Asian girl, right? No. And I was like, I was like, "Oh my god, yeah." Right. She goes, she goes, "Oh my god, I've been following you since back in the day." Like she used to be an old school like YouTube follower of mine. Stop. And like when I started like in college and stuff. Literally, I looked terrible because I was on a plane. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Yes. It's just never good. Anyways, anyways, yes, I've been in and out of LA a lot. Girl, shit's been blowing up. I, stop saying I know, I know. We we're, just we, talked about we're that. We're literally the both two <laughs> most superstitious human beings on the face of the planet, which I believe like everybody in this industry is. I mean, I remember like doing like theater when I was little and playing these games myself. That uh-huh. sounds like I was masturbating, but I was not. <laughs> but I would like audition for Annie and then like I would throw away paper and I was like, if I make this basket, I will get Annie. And then I missed and be like, <laughs> and then for, and it took like 15,000 years to find out if you get the fucking part or not. Yes, 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 yes. Anyway, the struggle is real yes. and that is what we are talking about yes. in this podcast day. So I like to sit down with people who are like my peers who I admire my co-workers whatever you want to call everybody in this industry mm. and like get their story because this industry is freaking brutal yes and the journey <laughs> is no joke and so and also it's like I know that you don't feel like you're there yeah. I don't feel like I'm there everybody yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's I think the beauty also of this podcast is everyone I talk to in my eyes is there but uh-huh. they don't feel there imposter syndrome is real and alive I believe it's, it's very prevalent in the entertainment industry but yeah. also in other businesses too anybody like that's a CEO I mean imposter syndrome is a real thing and basically for those of you who don't know imposter syndrome is when you feel like you don't deserve the position you're in mm-hmm. and you're just waiting for the other shoe to drop and for everybody to go like Taylor is doing what? Mm-hmm. She's so stupid and bad. She's not going to get to do that. And then it's going to get taken away from you. And it's so scary. That's imposter syndrome. <laughs> Where is this person from? This Taylor person is me. I'm talking to oh, you right okay, now. Okay. <laughs> anyway, so let's, before we get into all the fabulosity that you're doing right now, Miss mm. Ellie, um, let's talk about 
Well, first of all, let's talk about how you and I met. Yeah. And then I want to go way back to the very beginning of like how you got into this biz or like when yeah. you really started to like get into it. Because I didn't even know you had a YouTube page, girl. I, you know, I grew up very Korean, conservative, Christian household. I grew up in northern New Jersey, just yes. right across the George Washington Bridge. Right across. Let me tell you something. We're not looking at uh, mountains and nature out there. We're just looking at like buildings and cars. It's just, it's a you know, it's not the prettiest place. But anyways, <laughs> so I grew up there. You know, I'm the oldest of three kids, and I think from oh a, my god, there's something with the oldest of three kids oh, going what on. What is it? What is it? I'm I'm the oldest of three. I think oldest and onlys are getting like they love this industry. <laughs> Because attention, we want attention. Do you think because we got all the heat? Good. Did you get all the heat, girl? You know I did. I got I'm yeah. wild for a reason. Yeah, me too, me too. I got so such much strict heat. parents. Oh my god! Wait, so you're the, the oldest of three, and yeah, a, a, what are your siblings? Boys, girls? Uh, a, a boy and then a girl. Damn girl, you know. So that boy got away with murder, right? Of course. And then the girl was the baby. She's the baby, and they're tired from the boy. Exactly. And you. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yo, I put my parents like. To them, I put them through the ringer when, like, actually I was, like, very good. So let's talk about what the ringer was to your parents. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. I'm going to tell this story. Okay. But, you know, when you're 13 years old and you're in high school, right, you're yes. not thinking to yourself, like, you're going to, like, be hooking up with everybody. Like, you're hooking up with dudes or whatever. Right. And I got, like, a hickey. Like, oh. my first hickey. Like, whatever that. I would have right? been in so much trouble over hickey. Are you kidding me? Dude. The summer of turtlenecks. I had one of those. Yes. I got one hickey from some stupid boy at a concert. I yeah. did not ask for the hickey. Exactly. And I was in hell for like yeah. the rest of the summer. Yeah. So my dumb ass was, was going home and I was like, I'm going to put a, a bandaid on it because my parents would never know what this is on my neck. Right. Little did I understand that my parents were way more woke than I thought that they were. <laughs> Literally, my, my dad comes up and he goes, what's that on your neck? Right. And he takes off the bandaid. He goes, when did you get a hickey? And I was like, literally, I felt everything crashing down in front of me. Everything <laughs> crashing down in front of me. And I got in so much trouble. I literally was not allowed out for like a year. Oh, my, I believe it. Okay, we yeah. had the same upbringing. We're going to get to that. Yeah. First things first, though. Yeah. So Ellie's been in the industry for, I mean, for a minute. I definitely know you've been in the industry yeah. for at least five years because yeah. that is how you and I met. Mm -hmm. So you might know Ellie from VH1. Mm -hmm. You might recently know Ellie from E. Yeah. And. <laughs> then I didn't realize that you like had a YouTube page and stuff. So what was your very first job in the biz? Yeah. Basically when I was little, I would watch movies and I'd be like, Oh my God, that's what I want to do. I want to act. Right. I was like so in insanely in love with film and TV. Right. What was your favorite movie? I don't I just remember being like captivated by like everything like Goonies and like captivated Ugh. by just like all you know you, you know what what do we grow up what, what do we grow up with in the 90s I mean I well so your 90s I was like I'm a I'm an elder millennial so oh. I I was like Annie my mom said oh, I would like walk Annie. out of the room yeah and then walk back in when Annie would re-enter the scene yes like yes, I yes. was like had it down <laughs> yes Yes, but I just remember watching all these movies in the theaters and just being so enamored by it, but yeah. I realizing that I was just like a little Korean girl from New Jersey that this was never going to happen, so I literally oh. buried that dream. So that really is a thing. Like, if you can see it, you can be it. So if you're not yes. seeing it, you can't be it. Yeah, and when I would see an Asian person, I'd be like, what? what's going on? Like in a movie? <laughs> yeah, in a movie or, or like, TV show. Or a TV show. Like, dude, this this TV show never gets loved, but on Nickelodeon growing up, yes. there was a show called Shelby uh, Mysteries of Shelby Wu, and it was like this Chinese girl who had immigrant parents I and grandparents, it. and she would like solve crime. And I remember watching her being like, "Oh my god, she's Asian!" 
<laughs> and just being so like weird, like just like having this moment being like, that's me. Like it was, and you just, you really never saw it. So when you saw it, it was almost like a shocking experience. Yes. You know? And so I, you know, I grew up in the TRL stage, like Total Request Live. Ugh. I was obsessed with NSYNC, Spice Girls, like stand till the death of me, bury me, yo, NSYNC, Spice Girls to the <laughs> end. Okay. I fell in love with pop music. I was so enamored just by like, Carson Daly and like how he used to interview these people and I was like that's what I want to do I was like that's what I effing want to do so you knew hosting was what you wanted to yes. do even though I didn't even know it was hosting yes I did yeah it was like in that time it was called VJing video disc jockey remember when yeah. they started when they got that like wackadoo named Jesse with the crazy yes, hair yes yes Very yes androgynous, so I will give him credit for that he got mad love what was his sexuality and what was his gender I don't know exactly. he was gender fluid before it was even a thing girl eh? exactly mm-hmm. very woke yeah he was um and so was MTV I guess at the times yeah exactly him with that crazy scarf and he had the scar. He looked like he looks like a, a, a character on the L word, and I am d- dead ass. You know, so I would watch that. and I'd be like, okay, that's what I want to do, right? Yep. And one time, the, and back, you're in what in high school? This is in high school, like uh, this, you know, this is like sixth, seventh grade. You yeah, know? no, 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 fifth. Fifth, six, fifth, six, seven. Damn, y'all, I'm so old. I don't even know anymore. <laughs> fifth, fifth, six, seventh grade. Right, just being like so in love. Okay, and then. When I and you're a hop, skip, and a jump away. Yeah, exactly. You're I'm just a ju- hop, skip, and jump, and um, a jump away. You yeah, know. Yeah. But I was like, how am I gonna get there? I have no idea, right? Right. So, like, I so always you go to your mom and dad. Oh no, I, they had they had no idea. <laughs> I did. What did your mom and dad want you to be? They, you know, they they knew that I wasn't smart from the get go, so they didn't. <laughs> they never pressured me to be anything. I think my dad was just like very grateful that I did go to college and like did like end so up they graduating. Were like, they were like, just graduate from high school and please go to college They're and graduate like, from college. I think he was freaking out that I wasn't going to get accepted anywhere. I'm like, Dad, I have like, I don't have terrible grades, you know? Where'd you, go, where'd you go to college? I went to college at UMass Amherst for two years and then Fordham University. These are great schools. Yes, they are great schools. See, same parents. My parents, it was like Harvard or bust. BC or bust. See, my you, sister went to BC. My brother went to Harvard. I went to not one of those colleges. I went to Ithaca, which is a great school. Yeah, it's a great school. But in my parents' eyes, not. My dad was at, went to Harvard. My mom went to BC. Yeah. It's just like, in Boston, oh, such educational snobs. Mm. So I mean, yeah, I'm so so it's it's all tracking, same life, same yes. upbringing, yes. no hickeys. Get into like go to a, a perfect school. Absolutely, absolutely. And then, but what do they want you to be? So so when I went to college, I was like, I knew, I knew, I wanted to. I was like. I didn't tell them, but I was like, I'm going to do something on television. I was like, I'm going to be a host, right? So, like, literally so started. Where were <clears> they like, like who? No, they they just were like, oh, okay, Ellie. You well, know, like. Here goes Ellie again. Here goes, <laughs> there goes Ellie. <laughs> there goes Ellie, you know. Blabbing oh, about. Oh, that Ellie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then, so, I was interning for this place, and this guy that owned this company called Anime News Network, which uh-huh. is all about anime. It was, like, the number one anime site in the world. Okay, I just have to say that's pretty stereotypically Asian for you to be into anime, right? No, right, but, right, but they were looking for a news host. I didn't know anything about anime, but I was like, I was, I'm just going to audition for that's him. That's what I wanted to say, because I knew that you didn't know anything about anime. I had, I had no idea. You had no idea. So, I auditioned, and I ended up getting it, and literally, I was like, oh, my God. Are you I, in college at this point? I'm in college. Shut up. It was, like, really interesting meeting all these people, and, da, 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 and like, after that was over, right, and I left college, like, I graduated when the the market crashed so there were no jobs it was like literally devastating everyone graduated and like nobody had a job like people that were like killing it at life like didn't have a job exactly like and people I, that were supposed to be like exactly rocket scientists yes. and doctors yes. and lawyers yes. nothing yes and then i'm sitting out here I'm like well if they're suffering i mean i'm i'm drowning i'm already dead you know right so i just like you know i was like what do, what am i gonna do what am i gonna do and so i ended up getting a nine-to-five marketing job right okay and at a, a small marketing firm and i one of our clients was born to brothers and i got sent out to la and i started interviewing just like celebrities like in these movie jobs 
young kids for marketing yeah so so i would i would give these interviews and they would use it as like generals for like press media right this is so crazy so i started doing that stuff and i got closer to like you know the actors and all this stuff guys it's time to take a quick break to talk about one of our sponsors scentbird Ooh. I love Scentbird. So if you don't know, let me tell you. Scentbird is a luxury fragrance subscription service for perfumes and colognes. Yeah, it sounds like a dream because it is. So I got to tell you, I love Scentbird because I now have a way to have a routine without breaking the bank. And oh boy, do they have amazing brands. I'll get to that in a second. But first things first, I kind of stopped wearing perfume for a while because I really don't like the entire experience of having to go to the department store, getting chased around by salespeople, being pressured to buy these super expensive bottles. And also like when you're smelling a million things, I mean, I get like a headache. I can't differentiate what smells I like and what smell I don't like. And then if you buy like a super expensive bottle, you I mean, at least for me, I feel like I'm stuck with it and I have to keep it until I'm done with it. So that's kind of why I stopped with the whole perfume game until Scentbird because now Scentbird lets me mix up my fragrance routine without having to break the bank and also without having to leave my house. Also, I've got expensive taste, girl. And this is another reason why I stopped buying perfume because I'm like, I really want to try the most expensive one, but it's just too much. Well, with Scentbird, you get to try all those designers you've been dying to try. And they have more than 450 designer brands for you to choose from, perfume or cologne, for each month. I'm talking Prada, Tom Ford, Versace, Dolce & Gabbana, Cartier, Gucci. It just goes on and on and on. So all you have to do is just go on, pick the brand you want to try for that month, and they'll send you a 30-day supply. So it's basically like 120 sprays. Honestly, it's enough to apply more than four times a day for a month, which is, that's obscene. You don't need to apply that much. But if you want to, you can. And if you're somebody who doesn't know exactly what they want to go for, you actually can sort and find a new fragrance by brand, by style, by occasion, season. And if you're not really sure about the brands, I mean, I'm a brand girl, so I'm like, if it's Tom Ford girl, it's going to be good. But you might not know the brands. So Scentbird is great because you can also sort by style. Like, I want nighttime, I want sexy, occasion, season, and so much more. All you have to do is just take Scentbird's True Ascent Quiz and you discover more for personalized recommendations for your taste. And the bonus is that they actually come like in travel-friendly sizes, which is fantastic because if you're traveling as much as I am, you need to be able to bring your fragrance with you on the go. And they even come in like these like protective little cases so you don't have to worry about spillage all over your luggage. And because I love Scentbird so much and... OBS, they love me back. They gave me an exclusive offer just for my listeners. You can get 50% off your first month today. That's only $7.50 for your first fragrance. That's like madness. It's amazing. So go to scentbird.com slash T-A-Y-L-O-R and use my code T-A-Y-L-O-R, that's Taylor, for 50% off your first month. Again, that's S-C-E-N-T bird dot com slash Taylor for you to try your first perfume or cologne for just $7.50. Sign on and smell amazing. And now back to the podcast. See, this is a little secret that no one knows is you can kind of like backdoor it into the industry. Yeah. I mean, because I worked in advertising before I got my job at Sirius. My mm-hmm. stuff moved really quickly because mm-hmm. I was very lucky. Good timing. But I actually was doing, so I was in production for advertising. I was not talent, but one night, late night, they needed somebody to record a manifesto, Mm. which is basically, it's it's just in-house for Gerber. 
like, do I have a Gerber voice? No. Mm. What's Gerber for like <laughs> sexy toddlers? I mean, this voice for babies? <laughs> anyway, they put me in the, in the, in the studio and they were just like, just do this voiceover. And that is how I got like, and they were like, you're really good at voiceover work. You should really consider doing more and more voiceover. It's insane. And so that's how I even thought like, and then when the radio thing came out, I was like, well, everyone said I was good at voiceover. So I guess I'll be good at radio. It's like mm-hmm. these small little things that you do that, you know, you're not even, you're not even mean to do them. Yeah. And they're getting you like, yep. they're giving you the experience that you so desperately yeah. wanted to get into the industry from like a back route. Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. Okay. So, uh, you're doing all these like interviews for marketing. Yeah. And, and then I realized, the video, right. But I, means they like it. Is that sure? Sure. 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 But you're but, still in marketing. Yeah. But I was doing a nine to five and I hated my life. I was like, this is not it. And at that time I fell in love with acting. I re- finally realized, no, maybe I can act. So I literally just started taking classes. I started going to all this stuff on my own. I would go to readings. I would go to, I would go to just like plays. I would just do all, I would usher at plays just to watch the plays for free. Oh girl, you, you are paying your dues. Yeah, because I fell in love with it and I wanted to see what people that who did it were like, you know? And so during that time I booked this like small play and I was like, this is the dream. And literally they weren't paying anything, you know, but I was like, this is the dream. So I went to my boss and I was literally like, I'm, I'm leaving because I'm going to go pursue, you know, acting and hosting. And literally he said to me, <gasps> literally he said to me that you're going to have to fuck your way to the top. Like literally he said, you're going to have to sleep your way to the top. I'm going to be honest with you. He's like, I know the industry. And I, I wasn't phased by it because I was like, obviously, I'm not going to do that. You know oh, what I'm saying? You should, you're saying, like, obviously, that's my plan. <laughs> no, girl. I grew up. <laughs> yeah, right with your parents with the hickeys? <laughs> exactly. Listen, listen. I grew up with G- like Jesus. That was the only thing I knew in my life for a long time, okay? So, like, I was just like, like do, being slutty or not, that was never in my yeah, nature. No, I you know wasn't allowed to be slutty either. Yeah, I was not a lesbian. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, mom and dad, Look. See, <laughs> I love that. <laughs> um, so what was I saying? You were just saying that your boss said you had to F your way to the yeah. top, which is crazy. Yeah. But like, I think throughout, if you want to pursue this industry, I think you will also get a lot of people saying crazy shit to you like that. Whether it's a boss at the time, yeah. a boss asking you something crazy, like yeah. sex with them, or even like, like I had an uncle who was a casting director. Okay. Yeah. He created LA casting, yeah. which like revolutionized the industry. Um, he had nothing to do with me getting a job at Sirius, although everybody in my town likes to be like, oh, it's her uncle that got a job. No, girl, he did not. But I remember he said to me, if anything, he deterred me from being in this industry. Mm-hmm. He was like, you don't want that life. I mean, it's so it's so tough. It's it's so shady. It's so sketchy. He was like, be on the business side, be in entertainment, be on the business side. And that's what I pursued through college. And I, I got lucky getting my job at Sirius that, that got me back into the entertainment industry. But I would have been so sad if I hadn't given this side of the business a shot. I would have been so empty because it's like my calling exactly. as it is yours. But you will, if you want to do this, this job or be in this industry, you will hear people tell you no so many times. Rejection is the number one part of this job. Yes. It's crazy. Yes, yes. And that even starts when like you're like, oh, I want to get into this everybody will try to shit all over your dreams yeah exactly friends parents bosses everybody yeah but a part of me knew that like he was trying to like look out for me in his own way I guess like protecting me from like the craziness that was this industry in his own weird way but anyways I quit my job that day and I literally was like what am I gonna do and I was like I need to make money right. I knew I could never be a waitress listen I'm clumsy as hell yo I can't understand things in the restaurant like I would just be insane you know so I was like what do I love I was like oh I love dogs and that's when I was like I'm gonna become a dog walker <gasps> I so, didn't realize all this stuff okay this is yeah. fascinating so I literally would spend this was my life okay first of all I walked uh this beautiful dog in this like in the upper west side you only had one 
Huh? You only had no, one? No, no, no. This was my first dog. This was my first dog. <laughs> my private dog. They paid me so much money to take this dog around I Central Park. I love rich Park. people in New York City. Yeah. And it was amazing. And it was like, it was just like so you awesome. You were like a dog nanny. Exactly. <laughs> and then I started walking all these other dogs. I would be in the east side. I'd be in the west village. But Wait, were what? you one of those people with like 15 dogs at once? No, 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 no. <laughs> Those people no, are no, mad no. talented. Dude, they're very talented. They're also, like they Cesar. Yeah, exactly. Oh, 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 Caesar, Caesar. The dog whisperer. <laughs> Cesar. I feel he goes by Cesar. Yes, I like that better, actually. <laughs> I like that better. So I just became a dog walker, but I was like auditioning. I was like doing things. I was like trying to seek management and agents and all this stuff. And then I met And this were you like excited or were you like freaking out? I was freaking out. Of course. <laughs> and how long are you now from like yeah. the time that you quit that marketing yeah. job? Yeah. How long now are you like... In this industry, if you will. Okay, I've uh, so now I've entered it. So we're talking. Well, no, uh, at this oh, point, oh, oh, at like this when you're dog walking and so, freaking out. Oh, like a year, a year and a half. And are you saying to yourself, "I'm going to give myself a cutoff of five years, seven years, ten years"? Or I, no? I, when I was reaching the two-year mark of just like grinding, like whatever, I was like. I can't do this. This is like too emotionally straining for me. Yeah. But because at the time, so I got a gig. My one of my first gigs was uh, MTV Korea. They had a they were downtown uh-huh. and they called me up. They're like, "Hey, we've seen a lot of your K-pop videos on whoa, YouTube." Whoa, whoa, whoa. You've been doing K-pop? Oh yeah, says all this time. Yeah, so because I, you were like the K. So for yeah. those of you who don't know, Ellie's like the K-pop queen at at um iHeart. Yes, yes. Am I saying it right? I mean, I Am I saying so. K-pop right? Yeah, K-pop, Korean okay. pop culture. Okay, dope. yeah, yeah, yeah. K-pop. But like, but K-pop is now like taking over the world, literally. But yeah. all, but how many years have you been in K-pop, if you will? Six years, seven years? Oh no, no, no! I've been in in K-pop since two thousand and eight. Oh, so you earned. Oh, this is over a decade, girl. So I fell in love with K-pop two thousand eight. I became like a writer online, and that's how I started getting notoriety <gasps> because I had like my own voice with like you know some of the writings that I had and like articles that I wrote and stuff like that. And so I started doing like K-pop in like celebrity interviews with the, when they would come to America. Uh-huh. I would you know. But at go this with, point, it was few and far between. Right. Right. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They they were never it was coming obscure. around here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. you weren't like, I'm gonna get into K-pop because it's gonna blow the fuck up. You were just right. like, I love it. I just knew how powerful it was. Also, I loved it, you know? And so that's how I got into it. And so people knew me from that. So MTV Korea hit me up. They're like, hey, we have this show. It's top 10 countdown. It's like, like, it's going to be with like fans and blah, blah, blah. And so. The K pop Carson Daly. Oh my God. Your dreams are coming true. And did it feel like that or did it not feel like that? No, I was just like, okay, cool. Like, what? <laughs> I was like, all right, let's do this, you know? And so so then that's how I started getting into that. So I did that for like, what, seven, eight months or whatever. And then after that, I was like, okay, what am I going to do next? What am I going to do next? And I met did this. Did it school. end? Or were it, the show ended. The show ended. And, oh, the and other bad part of this industry. Yeah, everything things inevitably end. I would say nine out of ten things end. <laughs> no, I would say ten well, out of ten things end. I mean, look at fucking Game of Thrones. It, yeah. I, it just ended, but it's Game of Thrones. And it ended after six, seven, but or it eight seasons. But it didn't get canceled. Yeah, I know, but it, like, they, it will inevitably yes, end. Yes, everything ends. Look at, um, um, what's her name? Um, Dreyfus, uh, Veep, what's her name? Uh, Jul- Julia Louise Dreyfus. Yes, I mean, she was so big on Seinfeld. It ended. She still wasn't done. She wanted more. She probably had a fucking freak out moment too, even though she had so much money, money, dollar, dollar bills in the bank. It's like, shut up about that. Yeah. Like, I have very, I have ye of very little sympathy if you've got, if you don't have to work. Yes. But a lot of people in this business, even if they're like big actors, they like, Tori Spelling, man, she's like bankrupt all the time. 
Well, Tori Spelling also has a lot of children. That's a really good lesson to learn. Oh, my God. <laughs> is to not do that. Don't do that. She's got like six. Dude, I'm like, dude. Okay, so it ends. Yes. So it ends and I'm like frolicking. Or I'm like, what am I going to do? I'm still uh, auditioning. And then I meet this woman. She's like a freelance uh, uh, manager. And she was like, dude, like I really love, I auditioned for her. And I was. she was like, I really love you. Let's get together. Like um, I'm on I'm gonna fight for you. I'm like, all right. So she started putting me out for like, acting stuff so I would go out for auditions and then while that was going I was like oh by the way I'm a host too like can you put me out for host stuff she's like you're a host I'm like yeah I've done some stuff and yeah. I sent her my reel and she was like you've been hiding this from me I'm like oh like I just was focusing on acting it's so you know? funny because I feel like like it, like there are so many different jobs in this industry like yeah. you know there's audio there's video that alone it's like two separate worlds but like even within those worlds it's like there's so much different stuff and it just keeps growing and growing and growing but it's so fascinating because like hosting is a very specific thing not yeah. everybody can host and mm -hmm. you're a fucking great host oh thanks taylor you, you are. are too thank you i received that <laughs> <laughs> i would say takes one to know one bitch <laughs> but really like a lot of actors can't host yeah a yeah. lot of people like you would be shocked i mean a lot of actors can't do a lot of stuff they can barely even talk in interviews because they're just acting all the time is there somebody that you would like very to specific mention? people i'm thinking of right now <laughs> yeah but i will say it shall remain nameless i'm trying to do this thing where like i'm nice. unburning bridges now okay okay boring when you don't have a bomb ass show with serious yeah you can't just talk shit about the world you right have to, like actually climb your way back up the top yes to then talk shit about everybody again. yes 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 i'm, I'm, I'm on, once i'm talking shit again you guys know i'm good <laughs> <laughs> so okay so you so she's like shit you host yeah, and then so she started sending me out for hosting auditions, and then this VH1 pop culture correspondent gig came along, and it was this audition, and she was like, go out for this, right? And I was like, okay. And there she was like, it's going to be like a lengthy, uh, not a lengthy, but they're going to ask you a lot of stuff. I was like, okay. Uh -huh. So I went in there, and I literally remember walking into the room, and there was like this pretty like white girl that was walking into the audition there was like a super cute um like latina girl sitting right and i looked at her and she was like she was like oh my gosh she's like i should have done my hair more curly right and i was like oh my god she's so pretty she's so cute and i was like i'm never gonna get this gig i was like i should just leave and i literally text my brother i was like i don't know why i'm here i was like i should just go right and he goes he calls me nuna which is like older sister in korean he goes nuna he goes you are there for a reason. He's like, just remember what you do and just bring all that. And I was like, yeah, you're right. So she went into the audition, right? And I'm waiting and we walk in and it's like this huge room. It's a green room. There's like a camera guy, you know, a producer, like all this stuff. And they literally had me do everything. They're like this. Okay. So first we're just going to do um, a prompter read. We're just going to give you a script and we're going to see how you read it. Right. I'm like, okay. So they do a prompter read. They're like, okay. So then they're like, they're like now we're going to show you a series of, uh, of photos of celebrities wearing Halloween costumes and we want you to riff on it. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, first of all, like, you know, I wasn't like a bada bing. I'm not like a comedian, like bada bing, bada boom. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> You're not in the Italian mafia. <laughs> <laughs> Hey guys, it's time to take a quick break to talk about one of our sponsors. I love this sponsor. <laughs> it's my baby boo thing. You know what it is. It's Away. Away luggage. I'm I'm such like a nerd about it because I really love it so much. So I've known Away for a while now. I feel like I actually met the owners of Away when they first came out with the bag. And I'm not not that this is the reason why they're a sponsor. They're, that's absolutely not the reason. But I just feel like so cool that I got to interview one of the founders Speaking of which, Away was actually, so in case you didn't know, Away is the best luggage around, in my opinion. And it was founded by two friends from New York City who found themselves actually stuck and delayed, OBS, it's New York City, at JFK with dead phones. And they were like, oh, why can't we have luggage with power? 
Bada bing, bada boom, the Away carry-on was born. So Away luggage, it's fantastic. Like I said, they have a carry-on that can actually charge your tablet, your phone, uh, e-reader, anything with a USB cord. It can charge away. And trust me, it has saved my life many a time at an airport with delays, my stinking tablet is always dying because it's like a thousand years old so I have to always keep it plugged in and with the way I can do that especially on the train home to Boston girl I just keep my luggage right next to me or like in the seat like beside me and I just plug my tablet into my luggage it's genius but aside from that feature which is a major feature the luggage itself is just so great it's super high quality it's great great durable yet lightweight material you're probably like girl well how much is it then i'm telling you it's much lower than other brands and it's much lower than you would think and you're like how do they do it then i'll tell you how they cut out the middleman and they sell directly to you that's how they do it so they've got four sizes the carry-on the bigger carry-on the medium or the large for extended stays um i am not a bag checker so I have the carry-on and the bigger carry-on both of them approved to fly and overhead um and they're great I love them both obviously the bigger carry-on holds more the smaller one is holds a lot as well and I have it in pine green and navy blue and I get compliments all the time and I love it also okay this is where I really 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 start to nerd out They've got these amazing wheels. <laughs> I'm serious. They're 360 degree spinner wheels and it makes pushing the luggage so effortless. And I never even really realized, like I used to have expensive luggage because I used to be married. I was a rich person. We had like all the luxury luggage and that stuff is hard to drag behind you. It's heavy. It's bulky. And also I'm a subway rider. And so I have to go through turnstiles a lot. And that's something you have to encounter when you're traveling. And before with luggage, oh my God, trying to get that through was like a nightmare. And now I slide it right under the turnstile and easy peasy, pick it up, go down the stairs. It's like it, it, it literally has changed the traveling game for me. Also, it has a lifetime warranty. So if anything breaks, they will fix or replace it for life. Hello. And they give you a 100-day trial. So you can live with it. You can vibe with it, travel with it. And if at any point you decide, meh, it's not for you, you can return it for a full refund no questions asked. You know what that means? It means they believe in their product and they should because it's amazing. And as if it wasn't good enough, free shipping on any away order within the lower 48 states. You guys, what are you waiting for? And also extra bonus as if that wasn't enough. And for my listeners, Away is going to hook you up with $20 off a suitcase when you visit awaytravel.com slash T-A-Y-L-O-R-2-0 and use that promo code TAYLOR20 during checkout. Again, $20 off a suitcase when you visit awaytravel.com slash Taylor 20 and make sure to use my promo code T-A-Y-L-O-R 20 during checkout. I tell you right now, you're going to be thanking me. And now back to the podcast. So then, so they had like Paris Hilton, like dress up as a nun, like come up, right? And I, so I would say something like, oh, well, that's ironic. You know, something <laughs> like that. You know what I'm saying? Right. So then they were like, okay, so now so they were going to, we're going to do a music video read, right? And like music video reads were like these things where you would uh, introduce the video. You know what hey, I'm saying? And Carson talk- Daly. Exactly. So you would do that and you would like say facts about the music video, blah, blah, blah. And then you would shoot to the video. So we do things like that. And they're like, okay, now you're on a red carpet. And they're like, Claire Danes is walking down towards you. What are you going to ask her? Oh my God. What's it like to kiss Jordan Catalano? <laughs> <laughs> That's your question for Claire Danes. That's my question. And like they're, they wanted to know like, 
it does she know her stuff kind of stuff exactly you know but that was like literally I felt so good about it it was like literally 40 minutes it was the longest audition I've ever done that's long and I walked out I was like damn I feel so good about that and I walked out and I didn't hear from them for like a month and then I'm like I, my manager goes okay they want to do um, no, no, they were like oh they want to do like a second round you're so, like bitch I've been here for a month it's called ghosting somebody <laughs> yes exactly so then like in the, in the second month whatever I go in and like you know I meet people and like I speak with people like I have meetings or whatever mm-hmm. I guess you know they want to get a feel for me and then literally another month goes by and literally <sighs> almost like four months I felt I think it was four months three four months finally I'm like crying because at this point I'm like they have like literally I'm like hanging on to a thread because this job essentially could change my life yeah. you know what I mean it's, it was like an everyday thing so they, they asked me to come in one more time and they were like we want you to meet the executives of the the morning show Big Morning Buzz Live that's with, on VH1 with, with Nick, Lachey. Nick Lachey yes yep of 98 Degrees yes you know if it you don't 90, if you don't know 98 Degrees you need to go and listen to that educate yourself no 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 watch the music videos also the hardest thing is one of my favorite songs it's one of the best songs ever ever it's the hardest thing I'd ever have to come on who was your favorite though low-key though oh of all the boy bands yeah no, was, no 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 of, of 90 degrees Don Nicholas oh you are loved you, him are you crazy yeah the, I don't even know the other ones Drew I, lo- I loved Jeff uh I totally forgot his name that's mean Taylor. why I don't remember his name he didn't stand out to me Damn. <laughs> it's all about Nick Lachey okay shout out to Nick and then Lachey. I was such a fan of him and Jessica Simpson's reality show which ruined their marriage but I don't even care because it was so good listen we shouldn't we don't talk about that oh time. I forgot I'm sorry okay. <laughs> I'm sorry I'm, I became a fan I'm sorry I'm so sorry I was like, I forgot. You're like legit friends with him. I apologize. I apologize. I apologize. Okay. So. Okay. So then I go and meet the executives, you know. Is and Nick like, one of them? No, no, no. It was like, these are like the, the top bosses But Nick over had here. already been cast. Yes? Nick had already been cast. Okay. So they were looking for, I guess, a correspondent position. And like, I, they were going to pick hence whoever. carpet. Hence Claire Danes. No, 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 no. They were. <laughs> that's for the VH1 pop culture correspondent for news. VH1 news. Sorry. Yeah. I didn't clarify. Sorry. For news. But they wanted to use potentially that girl for this correspondent position you know what I'm saying so then when they met me I was just like myself you know which is the best yeah I was just like I'm listen I was like it's almost been it's been a long time you just gotta do you you can't try to be something you're not because yeah authenticity especially right now is all anybody wants if you can just be you through and through yes it's the best thing yes best piece of advice if that is not the truth that is not the it is the truth okay <laughs> do you know what I'm saying if that is not the truth that it, is the truth that okay? is the truth that's okay? your takeaway from the show exactly exactly put that in quotes okay <laughs> put it on a t-shirt exactly um so I left that meeting and then uh five days went by and my uh, my manager calls me and she's like hey and I'm like I'm already I, I like know the end result and I'm still barfing yeah Continue. I'm like literally <laughs> tears in my eyes and she goes hey like sorry right and I was like what she's like they're passing on you. Oh, God, And I literally no. fell my walls, tremble, and I start crying. And she's like, just kidding. You got the job. <laughs> I'm like, why would you do that? She's a sociopath. Do you still work with her? Why would you do that? <laughs> and so I got the gig, and literally it was, like, life-changing. I literally went to go. I was picking dog poop up. I was walking dogs to being on live television. People cared about me. With Nick Lachey. I was sitting. I was getting my makeup and hair done. Yeah, I was Every doing. Every single day? 
Every single day. Okay, wait a second. So <laughs> that that Latina girl with the curly hair that was yeah. in the audition was that my friend Nicole from the Morning Mashup on Sirius XM? Because that's what I was gonna say. Oh, not no, Latina. No, no. She's Jewish. Everyone thinks she's Latin. That's oh no, why. no 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 no. But you were yeah. so you were on it. There was also who else was on that show? Michelle Buteau. Amazing. She's a comedian actress. Jackie. Super funny. Jackie Moran. She's yes. An, uh, a f- on-camera fashion stylist. And Nicole Ryan. Nicole Ryan. My best friend from college. She used to do it. Yes. She yep. used to come in and and be the third chair of the the top of the morning with Nick. So cool. Yeah, and we got to experience that. And then when when everything got taken away from me. And so how long was that on for? How long was that on for? Yeah. That we were on for a solid year. Okay, so you No, no, should- we had we had a year and a half so you're doing that, and then it ends, and then a couple, probably a couple years later, maybe a year later, yeah, you and I end up at a panel, yeah, in a clothing store, yeah, with eight and a half human beings, yes, there, yep, yep. um, and it's through our my friend Nicole and yeah. your coworker Nicole, yeah, 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 and with that, that, so that's how I met Ellie, and so I was sitting there as at the time like a probably a deep into a decade, maybe more, uh-huh. of being a radio show host at Sirius XM Radio, yes, and you were somebody who was hosting on television, mm-hmm. so I. I was looking at Ellie being like, oh my gosh, she's so cool. She's on TV. <laughs> and then you were looking at me being like, holy shit. Um, stability is sexy. <laughs> this bitch has been doing this shit for 10 years. And then Nicole was sitting there as a the moderator, uh-huh. but living the best of both worlds, mm-hmm, you know? Mm-hmm. And so after we were done, you and I with, the, I, I just, I liked you mm-hmm, I, like mm-hmm. on the panel. Yeah. And you were so real. Yes. You were so real. We were, we were both like, our jobs suck. <laughs> it's hard. I want your job. No, I want your <laughs> job. And Nicole was like, me like, I have both of their jobs. <laughs> and I was like, I'll punch you in your vagina, bitch. <laughs> I love her. <laughs> We're good now. We weren't the best at those times, but that's okay. Anyway, you know what? Friendship. Also, friendship also in this industry, hard. Yes, very hard. You know, because we got into the industry together. Mm-hmm, I mean, mm-hmm. that that's how, she's the reason I'm in this industry. Yes, yes, yes. So thank you, Coley Biggins. Um, I love her. And her husband's on my radio show sometimes, and he's a maniac. I but hear in that. the best way possible. Yes. Don't tell him I said this, anybody, but he's kind of like very... Howard Stern reminiscent he is wow he's that crazy like wow. he's like he not Howard Stern the host but the Howard Stern show vibes you know what I mean oh like he says crazy shit wow and he's just wildly inappropriate yet entertaining you can't help but love him even though you want to stab him in the dick wow yep. listen and I Nicole will agree to that assessment I love watching Nicole's uh Instagram stories with the kids oh, and Matt. It's so good. So cute. So okay. that's how we ultimately met. And we just did this thing. And then we we probably would have never spoken ever again, except you went to the subway. My Myself and at the time, my like new girlfriend mm-hmm. went to the subway. Mm-hmm. And you spotted us like holding hands. And you were like, oh, I see you. <laughs> and uh, then you were like, oh, my God, I don't normally like people, but... <laughs> I like your vibe. I liked you on that panel. I liked you have a girlfriend. I like what's going on here. Let's be friends. And yes. that's literally how we became friends. Yes. And then weird story. Your now boyfriend. Yes. Um, was somebody what? that what? my girlfriend <laughs> yes. knew very well. Yes. Just it, well, whatever. Yeah. It's just a New small York so, world. So small. It's just crazy. And the entertainment industry is also super small. Super small. So we became like like buds, and we would just like check in a couple times a year. Yeah. And then um, you've been uh, like a guest a bunch of times, co-hosted with me on my radio show, the Taylor Strecker yes. Show, and now here you are on my podcast yes and i'm gonna be on your podcast look at this yes we're doing 
everything all the things all the things all the things and now you're moving to LA on my ass yes I'm moving to LA and first of all congratulations thank you and I'm so not surprised so Ellie also I mean so like following you on Instagram gives me life I just you know how much I love your Instagram you always make a nice comment on Tuesdays you well when I look I I make a nice comment I'm so bad at Instagram because Instagram kind of depresses me so I don't go on it a lot it is depressing but I have to go on it for work and so when I'm on it I try to like make sure to hit up my friends and people that I love so I can like give them a little bit of love Mm because you know you got to reciprocate in this yeah, yeah, and support your friends. But Absolutely. um, you do this thing on Tuesday. Everyone yeah. needs to check it out at ellielee.tv. Yes. Okay. And what are you doing Tuesdays? What's it called? Okay, I haven't. I'm not doing them every Tuesday. I'm just like Girl, when I to. feel inspired, I do it. Okay, fine. Okay, fine. Because I don't want to fake it. You know what I no. mean? You know what You're I'm saying? You're authentic through and through. Exactly. So uh, it's just like things that I learned because I think that for me, I'm a very like emotional person. I feel a lot of things. I like, you know, I've dealt with depression for a really long time and anxiety in my life. And so mm-hmm. learning how to juggle all that in this crazy, you know, thing that I'm trying to achieve in my career mm-hmm. is just a lot, you know, and I think that uh, when I fall into it, it's hard. And so I just think that it's time to go. And oh, I, I know what I was saying. I was saying uh, you do the inspirational things on Tuesdays. Yeah. So, uh, you know, inspirational things on Tuesdays. And it's just a way for me to be like, listen, guys, this is very real for me. And I feel like if I don't talk about it with you, I am like, my, like, I don't know what to do. Because it's like therapy. Exactly. For you. But what you're doing is you're also giving like advice and therapy to everybody else, too. Yeah. And whether you're in this industry or not, it's like very relatable topics. Like when people tell you you can't do something and you do it in like a minute and a half. Yes. But that's all it takes. You're like a little a mini, minute, a minute, a little <laughs> mini inspiration. Yeah, I love it. I'm just like, guys, you gotta lift your. We gotta do this together. You know, we, when I watch someone like being inspiring, I'm like, thank you. Like, I really needed that. We all need it. Exactly. And then but when we you need it when it's real ass, not exactly. when it's bullshit. Like, totally, guys. I want to inspire you with you my perfect life. Yeah, and I weigh 95 pounds and eat four bagels a day. Yeah, and there's get a- the fuck out of my face. Exactly, Liar. Exactly. That, exactly. That's not what you do. You keep it real. Okay, so. Uh, of course, I'm following you on Instagram too. I see that you are have been a lot too on Wendy Williams. How's our girl Wendy doing? She's good. Listen, I saw her, you know, after the divorce, uh-huh. and we were all like, "Wendy, you look really amazing." Her energy was like super great, and she has always been super nice to me. And so I'm just like, all the love to her. I hope she, you know, kicks ass and like just starts living her best life. Uh, what's it like? What, what like the first time you were on Wendy? Was it scary? Oh my god! So I scary. literally thought I was gonna faint. <laughs> I because because what I was doing with her was this thing called Inside Scoop, where I basically like report news on like you know the scoop of like celebrity stories, whatever. Right? There is so much that it is in my head that I had to memorize. And no teleprompter. Right, and, and the, uh, sure you have note cards, but you don't look at your note cards. No. You just hold it for the you know the just design. Just case you have a mental breakdown. Exactly, <laughs> and then not now you start eating your note. Exactly, cards. and it's not like you're just saying it to the camera. You're also you're saying this to Wendy Williams. Wendy Williams, and she will say and talk whenever she wants because it is her show. You know, yeah, of course. I'm just there to you know be that supporting factor. So like you're being thrown so many things, and then oh yeah, it's live, and then there's a studio audience. Yee! What's so, the scariest part of all those things, Wendy? The memorization. It's completely the memorization. The memorization. Yeah, it's completely just like me just being like, <gasps> I don't remember. That's my biggest fear is to be like everything's gone everything is just gone and so it's kind of like a play meets live conversation yeah yeah exactly exactly you have lines exactly but you actually are are but you're conversing yes. with wendy so if she throws you a question that exactly. you're not prepared for yes do you have to use one of your lines or can you go rogue exactly and and, and do 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 and the producers tell you listen if she might take something from like 
the fourth story and bring it up to the first story and it just it th- would throw you entire it's crazy you know what I'm but after a while did you start getting used to it no as soon as I sat down in that chair and they were like okay five like four three two one Blarf. yep I was like oh I'm good I just felt at ease it was weird as soon as I sat in that chair I was like oh it's fine and then I mean you just kept getting asked to go back on back on you're like yeah. you're like a fixture on that show you go back all the time yeah they've been super nice to me and it's literally the best most well-oiled machine yeah. I've ever worked with. From the moment I wake up, I'm taken care of to the moment I'm done with the show. It's crazy. Ugh, it's not the best to work. There's You can either work with amazing people in this industry yeah. or the fucking worst. There's no in-between. Exactly. No in-between. Exactly. Okay, so now in addition to all these amazing things that you've done and you are doing. Yes. Now, girl, you are, you've been popping up a lot on E! What show have you been on? So, yeah, E's been so great and so gracious. And so I do the morning show, uh, uh, what's it called? Daily Pop. Daily Pop. So I saw you in Daily Pop. But didn't you also, why were you with Morgan Stewart? I'm obsessed with Morgan Stewart. Yes, yes. She she does the Daily Pop sometimes in the morning. Dead, 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 yes, dead, dead. she's dead. amazing. I love her. She literally, I told her, I'm like, girl, you're just like effortless. She is. She just says whatever she wants. And it's so funny and oh, so good. She reminds me of Joan Rivers. I think, you know, E recognizes that. Oh yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like oh, I think yeah. they recognize that she that there she has a show called Necessary Realness and it's hilarious. Really? Yes, I'm it's on it YouTube. Out. It's on YouTube and it's so funny. Oh shit, I gotta check it out. Yeah, she's great. So how did you get into the E stuff? You know, I would take you know meetings with them over the years, and there's a really awesome, amazing woman over there who I've taken meetings with over the years, and literally, you know, when the time was right, she like hit me up. She's like, hey, come do this, and then she's they've been bringing me back ever since. So, what's your number one biggest piece of advice for anybody listening who wants to get into this business? Perseverance, just yeah. like you just don't stop. Yes. Also, like I, I, you have to be realistic. You have to be realistic. Yep. You have to understand that if you don't have money in the bank, you have to make a living while also trying to make like your art or your dreams come true or like whatever. Mm-hmm. You have to be realistic with yourself. If and and it's a this thing is it, it's a marathon, right? It's just like a long run, you yes, know. Yes, it is. You girl. know, and you don't know when you're gonna stop running. Mm-hmm. And and mm-hmm. listen, everyone says to me, you get a point to your life where you look around you and a lot of people have been like, oh, I'm letting go. I'm letting go of this. Like, it's been too much. It's the people that hang on forever, <laughs> you know? That eventually. You know, eventually. And you just, you have to work hard. You have to want it. And mm-hmm. so, like, you know, in acting and hosting, like, I really want to make a name for myself. And I want to, there's so many things that I want to prove to myself. You know, I just think about, like, I was just like this little girl, like, in like just watching TV and films and just being like, I want to do that one day. And when I think about her, literally, it just like, I don't know, it makes me emotional because you think that nothing is possible. And then you grow up and you're like, no, 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 you can do these things. There's just a lot of factors that you need to accomplish and get through, but you can do this. And so I think for me, that's what I just want to achieve. I don't know. Yeah. So you're moving out to LA. There's an opportunity out there, you know, that potentially could become something, you know, and also I just think it's time. I feel like, yes, the industry is there. There's a lot of things here in Europe, but the industry is there. I know. You know, and I just, I think that my dog will be happier. I think my man will be happier and I just, I need to go. Girl, I'm so excited. I cannot wait, wait to see what this next chapter has in store for you. I'm oh so God. proud of you. Thank you. And also, guys, Ellie has a podcast as well. Yes, it's called When I Grow Up. When I Grow Up. Yes. And I'm going to be a guest on it next week. Yes. So what are we talking about? You. Yes, my favorite subject. <laughs> <laughs> 
And if you want more of me, you can just uh, subscribe to my radio show, The Taylor Strecker Show. Just yes. go to taylorstrecker.com. Yes. Oh, but I'm losing you for coming on my show. Not that you've been on it recently because you've been traveling so much. And yes. I'm so not surprised you're moving to LA, girl. That, I mean, I could just see it. Like watching you on the gram, I just was like, it's happening. It's happening. And no. I'm so excited for you. And E is such a cool fucking network. You're a cool network. Thank you, Queen. I will also receive that. <laughs> Ellie, it's okay. I'll still see you. You will. I'll be back in New York so much. And I'll be in LA. Yes. And my family's here. Like, trust me, I'll be back. Let's be bi coastal yes, together. Like, we're bi coastal. <laughs> okay. I want to be at that level. You me know too. That's a dream. <laughs> I was going to say, what's your dream? My dream is to be all, not just I'm bi coastal, but yeah. I'm bi coastal. Exactly. That's my, that's my dream. What's exactly. your dream? In a phrase. Oh, oh, the whole dream? I just want to look someone in the eye and being like, and I just want to say this, I'm by coastal. <laughs> That's what I want to do. Okay. So like they understand, oh, you're major. Okay. <laughs> That's all. Ellie, thank you so much for joining me. You are just delicious beyond. You guys make sure to check out Ellie's podcast again. When I grow up. When I grow up and also follow Ellie on Instagram at TV. Anywhere else that they need to follow you? No, just follow me there. You like that? Yeah. Girl, thank you for joining me. Thank you for having me. Um, I'm going to miss you. I'm going to miss you too. But this isn't goodbye. This is just farewell for now. Yes. You guys, we'll be back next week with another amazing podcast. Uh, I am heading out to LA. So we're going to get some good LA podcasts in. I'm very excited about that. And yeah, that's it for us this week. Make sure uh, to share this show. Please like it. Subscribe to it. Make your friends, make your moms fill their phones. Do it for them. And rating really helps too. So uh, yeah, do all the above, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in this week. We'll be back next week with more to come. Bye, girl. Did you enjoy this taste of me? Want more? Then go to taylorstrecker.com and sign up for my daily talk radio show, The Taylor Strecker Show, and listen live or on demand.